I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. introduce today's guest, I want to let you know about a little something that I have put together for you. If you've listened to this podcast for a while or have read any of our content, then you'll know that we are all about ensuring that small business owners know how to get the biggest bang for their marketing buck. We want to share how you can be efficient with your marketing spend while still ensuring the best possible high impact outcomes. So I started writing a list the other day of all the things that we do as marketers to achieve this. And I came up with 50 of them quite easily. So I'm going to share these all with you in the hope that you can use this as a bit of inspiration as you're putting your marketing plans together for your next activity period. To grab this list, simply head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things, as in the word, 50 things. Now, my mantra in business and in life is to surround yourself with people that lift you. Now, this might be people that inspire you to reach for greater goals. It might mean to surround yourself by people who can connect you to the right people or share their knowledge with you. And it could be those who provide you with moral support or who will be a cheerleader for you. And personally, I seek these people out all of the time and I really do hope, I certainly try to be a person that lifts others. So my community is seriously the secret to any success that I might experience. I I honestly believe that I could not do what I do or achieve what I achieve without my communities. And again, personally, I actually choose very, very intentionally to be part of several communities. Now, the Mums & Co community is one of these communities. So I was invited to join this community as one of their experts earlier this year by their community manager, Lucy Kippist. And if I'm honest, at first, I was a little hesitant as I'm not really a huge fan of defining myself as a mum in business. I am, of course, a mum who runs a business, but I'm kind of like, well, if men are not branding themselves as dads in business, then why do I have to define myself as a mum in business? I'm a marketer and a small business owner and a mum, sure. And honestly, the skill of which my marketing plan will be delivered to a client, in my opinion, has nothing to do with my ability to give birth to and raise three children. However, that's not entirely true. And Carrie Kwan, co-founder of Mums & Co, 
points this out to me in the chat that you're about to hear. Because actually, there are a few skills that I would bring to the table as a mum. Um, and skills that I think mums are quite notorious for. And off the top of my head, that would be things like time management, uh, communication skills, and also an empathy to flexible working arrangements. And I think as mums, we all get what that looks like and we all appreciate it. I know myself, I really appreciate it when events and meetings in business can be scheduled to suit a time frame that also helps me to be a mum. Not asking for special treatment um, and obviously completely respectful of everybody's circumstances, but gosh, it makes life easier to do business when I can work in with, for example, the fact that I usually need to get all of my kids um, someplace in the afternoon after school. I become um, strategic marketing consultant um, to, or, or I transform from strategic marketing consultant to Uber driver. Extraordinaire at that time. So I really try and get the majority of my business meetings and stuff done by three o'clock so that I can do that. So I'm really not after any particular recognition in business for being any different to any other business person just because of my parental statement uh, status. But it's just, as I said, it's just so much easier when you can combine your business and your family because people get it and, and it's not a big deal. So I joined the Mums & Co community and I have been so impressed with the unique way that they deliver value this to the community. So Lucy's a really, really diligent community manager and honestly, like the whole product and the whole service delivery has been very intentional. It seems like it's been really intentional to set up to support those mums who really, really want to, to to further their career ambitions at the same time as raising a family. And the members that I've met have some incredible businesses and there really are some fantastic opportunities within the membership for members to actually meet with one another for, for not only connection but skill sharing. So Carrie and Lucy both joined me in this episode to share what inspired the Mums & Co movement and how they have grown the movement to date. Carrie uh, talks very passionately about the marketing that she does to amplify the presence of the community and they both talk about how they manage the community so beautifully. So let's crack on. Here is my chat with Carrie Kwan and Lucy Kippist from Mums & Co. Hi, Lucy and Carrie, and welcome to the How To Do Marketing Show. Thank you, Jane. It's a delight to be here. Hi, Jane. Thanks so much for having us on. Such a pleasure. So excited to be having this conversation with you guys because you have so much going on with Mums & Co. But before we start getting into all the details about what's happening with you guys, Carrie, I would love for you to tell our listeners all about the Mums & Co movement. What is the Mums & Co movement and why did you start this networking group for mums? 
Well, Mums & Co is um, Australia's most caring business movement to power women at all stages of business and motherhood to achieve their ambitions and we really are passionate about creating this enabling space, this deeply caring enabling space for their best livelihood and well-being. So we want to see women launch, grow, start, stay in business, but we also want to be able to see them thrive in that environment. And we call it harmonising their ambition, their livelihood and well-being because ultimately we believe that um, we want to create this world where women shouldn't have to choose between their their careers, their business, uh, and their well-being or family. Yeah, absolutely. Why did you start at Carrie? Like what, where did, because you're an entrepreneur, you've got an entrepreneurial background. Why this movement and why now? So this is, uh, the, the why now was probably in 2016. So we're actually five years um, on and celebrating our fifth milestone, which is super exciting. Uh, at the time, I think that I, I, I knew that business didn't really suit business owning mums. At the time, I was um, a, you know, a, a, an entrepreneur, a founder of my first startup. And after I became, uh, I launched, you know, I launched Mums & Co when I was pregnant with my second child uh, and I had a toddler in tow. Mm. I really knew that business didn't suit business owning mums. And that was like the framework that we existed in. There wasn't the flexibility um, or true flexibility. Uh, a lot of the networking events that I was trying to get to were held at, at, at the most awkward and convenient times for a new mum uh, when I, you know, potentially had to get dinner on the table. Uh, a lot of the language and the, and, and the sort of the constructs um, just didn't suit me in terms of, um, you know, was I, was I this woman who is focused and trying to solve a problem and trying to create financial well-being for myself and family? Or was I doing this sort of hustle on the side and, you know, people weren't perhaps taking me as seriously? So in that context, I, I really passionately believe that um, when a woman starts a business, she's actually creating this amazing ecosystem. Um, she's weaving all these different relationships. She's likely to employ more women. So a startup founder is probably two and a half times more likely to support, you know, um, have women in her company. A small business owner might likely employ an average of six women in her business. Uh, we're likely to collaborate and do business with each other. And, um, you know, we're solving some big problems and making our impact. So Mums & Co was my way to make the best impact that I could for business owning mothers. I love it. And I love that. And wow, five years. Congratulations. That's, that's amazing. Um, and I love, I love what you've created there. I, um, I'm a mum. I have three kids. I started this business completely accidentally. Um, and I started it for exactly the reason that you just said, you know, this, this was kind of 15 years ago that it started accidentally. And I found the same thing, it, it, you know, the, the existing market wasn't really kind of set up or the employment market for me to be an employee. It wasn't really set up um, for me to have the flexibility. And at the end of the day, it came down to that. So 
you know, and I, I completely agree with you in terms of inappropriate times for, you know, um, networking events and those sorts of things, the language that goes with it, et cetera. But for me, it was just the flexibility. And I, and I guess you don't really understand that until you actually start, until you're living it and you've got the kids that are going to daycare and they're bringing home the, the colds and flus that they're bringing home and, you know, the first child has it and then so you take off the, the you know, the week of work and then the second child gets it so you take off another week of work and then you get it so you take off another week of work and it's just not this environment where you feel like you can tick all of your, your boxes. So I... I set up my business deliberately to to be able to give myself the flexibility, but also other parents the the flexibility because I think that's so important to be able to 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 make that school assembly or take your kid to Sydney, particularly in regional Australia. I have taken so much time to actually drive my kids down the highway to compete in sports or you know attend you know this that and the other. So me having the flexibility to to be able to to do that is is amazing. So I completely understand, and I so value the fact that you're setting up a movement that that helps support women do this. Um, one thing though that I've never really wanted to, um, I guess, brand myself as is this mumpreneur, mm-hmm. and that's not to say that there's anything wrong with with that branding but I guess for me I am a mother I do have three kids and I am a business owner and and I am an entrepreneur but I don't want to be branded as that mumpreneur because at the end of the day I want people to do business with me because I'm a business person and I also think in a certain way I also think until dads are branded dadpreneurs I just, you know, I feel like it's this kind of um, not bias, but I just, you know, I'm just like I don't just because I'm a parent and I do business, I just I don't feel like I need to be branded as that mumpreneur or get any special treatment because of that mumpreneur. And so I like the language that you've put around Mums and Co. that says you're supporting an environment that helps business women balance their ambition with their work as opposed to kind of you know calling themselves a mumpreneur and 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 um, living within that branding what's what do you think about the the way that mums can be branded like there's not just mums mumpreneurs there's a lot of kind of branding that sits around that that's just one word that comes to mind what's your thoughts on that it comes back to when I said, you know, the language that we use doesn't suit us. You know, we, we look at um, a, a mother. So, you know, the definition is a someone who's got a, a woman who's got a registered business that has a dependent child. And there's about 345,000 of those in Australia, about one six of all small businesses. And, um, you know, it goes back to our identity, you know, as a, as a, as a woman, you know, we probably had some qualifications before we became a mother. We were working, we had careers, we had aspirations and ambitions. Uh, and then I think motherhood is another, it's, it's, it's another identity which is truly fundamental to us. When we become a mother, we're, you know, we, we never can take that hat, hat off. Um, and those, there's so many transferable skills in there. And I think that we think these women are remarkable and they should be better supported and better acknowledged. 
Um, the, the subject of labels, again, if it doesn't suit you, we, we shouldn't use them. Mm. It doesn't empower you, we shouldn't use them. So I know some people in our community might resonate with the label mumpreneur and others wouldn't go anywhere near it because they are first and foremost um, a, you know, formidable business person or uh, a career woman. Uh, you do have the whole spectrum. And I think where we sit is that we are quite, we want to be this deeply caring, concrete caring space, which respects whatever title they want to give themselves and whichever title empowers them. Having said that, I don't personally use mumpreneur. Uh, and that could be because, you know, I've, I've had a, a history of being corporate. I spent 10 years in corporate life. I then jumped into startup. I've, I've been in digital startup world for a long time mm. uh there's very strong views against the word the term mumpreneur uh in that industry mm. um but then where the word mumpreneur started was in this space where women were actually working from home and they began businesses which typically met the needs of children of you know families because they were living it and they were very entrepreneurial minded and saying well you know, there's a gap in the market. These products don't suit. This is what I need and, and these products don't suit me. So I'm going to go and create and fill that, you know, address that problem. Mm. And that's the word mumpreneur came about. Um, so it, it is fascinating. I, um, you know, I think language really matters. And, uh, uh, yeah, there is this spectrum. Um, yeah. But I do kind of look at it as we are trying to harm now's our ambition, our livelihood and our well-being. Yes. We're trying to address problems by upskilling um, these women and connecting these women because we know that a lot of them start businesses in fields where they don't have any prior experience um, and they need to have access to the right, um, you know, knowledge, training, skills to meet those capability gaps because they've got the passion, they've got the, they, you know, they're creative potentially and that they, they want to make a difference, but they do have gaps. And then from a, um, so from a business perspective, we're actually trying to help upskill them and then how, how to help them harmonise uh, and have flexibility. So we mentioned that sort of the networking side, they can have, you know, we, we were the first to run a conference which had on-site crèche. Um, we have a digital platform. So no matter where you are, you can actually tap into the same um, education or the webinars and uh, the upskilling. We just had this conference that also had a hybrid format. So, so you could either tap into it digitally or you can, you know, from, from your farm or wherever you are, um, or you can actually attend in person at actual hubs. Mm. Um and then from a, from a uh, you know, being, having access to, to money, which is a perpetual problem, you know, where do you get your customers from? Uh, and you would know this. We are helping them upskill in marketing and connecting with customers um, and also creating the confidence and encouraging women to pitch with clarity uh, and then importantly connecting them to experts. So we've got about 50 experts that they can take the next step, book in a half-hour session and, you know, work through their their current problem yeah 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 that's awesome and so that that in terms of the service delivery or the product that you're actually offering your community it sounds like it's that antidote to to what you actually described before in terms of the world that just did not suit or did not work around um, parents 
uh, and, and, and we know that, partic- that, that, that the large proportion of those are mums who were starting businesses while they were raising kids at the same time. And it sounds like you've de- designed this beautiful product and service that allows that ultimate flexibility. You know, again, it comes back to flexibility. You can tap into these. However, um, you've got a conference that has the, the creche, et cetera. Um, so it enables people to be able to actually get to, to um, your skill sessions, your conferences, your networking events, et cetera, which we know that's how people do business and that's a great way of doing business. And that was going to be one of my questions in terms of what are the main challenges that you see with mums starting their business so one of those that you mentioned was the fact that they're often kind of pivoting so they might have had a corporate career like you know like yourself but then you know now that they've got kids and they're they're harmonizing you know their ambition as well with their with their raising of a family they're actually, and they've seen a need in a in a new market. They're actually starting something new. So, 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 what are some of the challenges that you see, particularly with the mums in your your network? I'll probably look at it from a emotional challenges and then um, business challenges perspective. Mm. So, from an emotional challenge, um, I I do often find that whilst they are qualified and passionate, there can be a confidence gap. Um, when when they launch into, they step into this unknown and they're trying to figure out, you know, who is their customer? Who is their, um, you know, what's the right pricing uh, and, and make it all work um, and, and hire someone for the first time. So there's this confidence gap. And so how we address that is by creating this deeply caring space, inclusive and safe space where they can actually, um, they can actually have some level of psychological safety you know, because these women all we we get we get you we are you, uh, and we know what it's like, and we're and we're very willing to pay it forward. I find that business owning mums, like I said, they create this ecosystem. They're happy to pay it forward. They know what it's like. They know what it's like with children. You know, jumping into the odd odd meeting or having to, um, you know, I've I've had meetings where I've had to to breastfeed my little one and and felt really really awkward because. Um, I was I was holding up the meeting because you know I just had it, I couldn't start the meeting at that time because obviously I had to feed my child. So it's just having this this um, this space where we can have psychological safety and that allows us to be more productive. It allows us to be open to collaborate um, and do meaningful work. Mm. So that's the one of the emotional challenges that we see. Um, from a business perspective, there's time. So, you know, time can be also related to flexibility as well. So, you you, you know, everything is, every, your, your, your real business is, a family is um, competing for your attention and your real family is competing for your attention. So, our solution there is helping um, you create sort of the features that you need or the access. So, for example, our membership is, is uh, it's really scalable. So if you want to if you want to ramp things up, that's when you you know um, you you choose what upskilling sessions or events that you want to attend, um, what sort of training you want to do. It's a bit of a choose your own adventure. So if you need to focus more on your family at that time, then that's that's fine as well. You can scale things back with your business mm-hmm. and then pick it up um, when you've got some more time and you know the little ones perhaps not not sick and, yeah. you know, have some time to work on your business again. Yeah. Uh, and then from a business, the next business problem, it's, a, it's around um, 
it's around marketing. So a lot of our community are looking for access to how to retain customers or find new customers. Uh, and our solution there, again, is upskilling them on marketing and connecting them with customers. So we've got a membership directory. Uh, there's potential lots of lead generation opportunities, people to collaborate with when you look through our membership directory. Uh, we offer the Confident Pitching for Business Women course. So this is about how to pitch with clarity. Uh, and then we also offer them access to connect with experts so that they can actually take the next step and connect with someone in, you know, a marketing, SEO, digital, PR, whatever it might be that they need that particular time. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm one of your experts, one of your marketing experts, and I've actually helped out a fellow member, which was which was a lot of fun. Um, because it gives you that opportunity to actually connect at a, at a more intimate and a, at, a, at a more deeper level too um, with some of the members. I've also been to several of your member meetups um, that you hold monthly. And again, they're, they're, they're held beautifully in that community. That space that's held for that community um, is will, really well run. So it's, it's, a, it's a really great opportunity to, to connect with, with other members but as you say, gain the skills that you need and tap into to a, to that kind of knowledge pool that you've got within the membership as well. And I've actually attended a mem- uh, an expert session with another expert as well. And my goodness, I got so much out of that from a knowledge and a skills perspective. So what a really rich, um, you know, part of the service offering that, that you're offering there. And I love that. And I touched on community management there because I think these communities, as, as you spoke about, you're providing a lot of psychological safety there, which and sometimes that can come from a community of like, like-minded individuals who are kind of all in the same um, scenario. Um, but Lucy, who's been very quiet and very patient um, over there, you're, you're the community manager at Mums & Co., there's more and more small businesses who are now building their own com- communities. And Carrie, you spoke about kind of um, looking at your different ways of, of looking at ways of diff- doing marketing differently and community management and building communities, um, whether it be around a membership or whether you're just kind of building a community that supports or plugs into your business. This is happening more and more these days. Um, Lucy, can you share some of your beautiful community management expertise and can you talk us through what proactive community management looks like? Yes, sure. And I love I love the question, proactive community management. I think community as you just said Jane is just is so much is so much more important than perhaps ever it has been. Maybe we can blame that on COVID, maybe we can't, but it's, you know, and as women, it's such a powerful way for us to communicate, to network and to create businesses. And for us at Mums & Co, community, proactive community is about creating or helping to create a world where women don't have to choose between starting their business and caring for their family. And I think the intent of your community is really important when you're talking about what being proactive managing it is and and here at mums and co we're about creating a caring business um, movement that supports women so for me my number one approach to that and to building communities um, is and also in terms of my own reputation as a professional is responding really quickly so for me in my in my daily tasks at mums and co that might be um 
responding with a phone call. So every new member with us gets a one-on-one 15-minute chat with me. Um, And I really love those chats. They're fascinating in terms of community building because they're giving me that insight into that other woman's business, perhaps a little bit about what's going on in the background of her emotional life, as Carrie referred to, and and her family life. And then it's also giving me that opportunity to, to respond really quickly in that moment to say, these are the experts that I think that um, can help you. These are the events that we have coming up that I think you would find useful. And just having that sort of instant one-to-one back and forth kind of chat. Um, I love chatting to people and we always have a great time as well. And I think that's a really important element of creating a community with, particularly with women, is that you're lending them that your ear. You're basically giving them that space to say, and my first question is always, tell me about your biggest challenge in your business right now. Mm-hmm. And that can be a really simple thing to answer or it can take some time and it can take a bit of unfolding. Another way that I do it is once you sign up to be an Accelerate member with us, I send you a Bonjoro video. I'm not sure if anyone's um, aware of that app, but you get a little video of me saying hello and welcome and just explaining through the first few sort of admin side of the, of the membership and, again, extending that invitation to share with me what your biggest challenge is. And we follow that up um, in terms of scaling with an automated, automated onboarding emails. Um, and then, as you so lovely mentioned there about our, our monthly meetups, I host those and Carrie hosts our Practice Your Pitch events. And basically that, that in terms of being proactive is, again, providing a space for everybody to come with their challenge. Certainly in the, in the member meetup, that's a form that you now get. And when you sign up, you're asked to think about your challenge and send that back to us. And I'll ask every member as we go around the circle to share that with the group and also your ask. So what's the biggest ask in your business right now? What do you really need in this moment? Um, and the practice your pitch sessions that Carrie runs is basically giving you yeah that opportunity to pitch your business and yeah. and um, to get exposure that way. So yeah. I think yeah, in terms of being proactive, it's about providing that space in a few creative ways, um, and also acknowledging that for some women coming to an event, whether it's online or in real life, um, as a new business owner, can be slightly overwhelming, and just providing that, you know, we keep those numbers fairly low, like 15 to 20 people max in order to give people that space, but also to provide a bit of room for you to just sit back and listen to because there's going to be some months or weeks where you're not really sure about what you want to say but you just want to be there and you just want to be part of it and there's other times where you've really got something to to share. So it's about holding that space um, for yeah. both of those scenarios, I think. Yeah. That's really yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, and and I I completely agree. And I I, mean, I must say um, I'm a pretty keen networker, and I'm a pretty keen community member. I'm a lot of I'm a part of a lot of communities, and I I'm going to you're way too humble to say this, Luce, but I'm going to say that something that's a real plus about your community management is your personality and the way that you facilitate those touch points because and there's various ways that we can manage communities so 
the Mums and Co. From my observation, is quite a high touch. Like it's a, it's a, you know, you're connecting with people via Zoom. You're connecting with people via um, networking sessions. Uh, sorry, um, expert sessions yeah. um, or carries pitch sessions or whatever they may be. So that this is like a, it's a real time connection. Some communities might be connecting in Facebook group. Out of interest, do you guys have a Facebook group? We do have a Facebook group. Yeah, we do yeah. have a Facebook. Group. Yep. Okay, so then you're connecting yep. people within the, the the Facebook group as as well, which is different. You know, so that's a different kind of community management. It's a different touch point, and as you said before, the speed and the and I guess that the speed of you know someone actually answering, like if someone's in the Facebook group, kind of asking a question, making sure yep. that that question goes answered, or making sure, and also just the moderation of those environments to make sure that you know people aren't being nasty or um, rude or anything like that um, but you've got a very very nurturing touch and and I think like as being part of those networking um, events as you said you know some people that that freaks people out going to these things meeting new people for the first time having to introduce your business and particularly if you've just started this business like there's a little bit of nerves around what's everybody going to think you know the way that you facilitate those sessions is beautiful it makes everybody feel really safe but also in terms of setting the expectations up from the get-go of here's what we're going to do within this 45 minutes. It's going to run for 45 minutes. Um, you know, it, we'd like everybody to stick to time. We're going to ask the, this question, you know, et cetera, and then just kind of moving the conversation on because there's always a chatter and I'm a very <laughs> verbo verbose person. So, so just being able to do that. And I think, you know, I don't, there's, I, I don't think that... Um, Every community manager has maybe necessarily taken that role or just understood that that's very much the role of that community manager as well is, is to make people feel safe and secure and heard. Thank you. That's a, that's a really beautiful thing to say. And, yes, you're right. I think that that is a big part of how I try to, to connect. It's basically reading the room, isn't it? It's being able to read the space online right, for most of us Um and, yeah, being able to give people that pass if, and just be able to see in their face if they want to move on, if they want to keep talking, if they want to ask another question because there is space for everyone. But, yeah, you're right, that is that is part of it. And I really feel as mums, you know, you could come to those meetings and who knows what could have happened an hour before yeah. what you're dealing yeah. with. And I think that's a really important element as well is just having that sense of, okay, everyone's coming here from a lot of different things. It's not just... I've just come in here to the boardroom for my desk. You know, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff happening. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, just interrupting this episode to remind you that if you're looking for some marketing inspiration that you can use to create high impact marketing outcomes on a small budget, be sure to head on over to the How To Do Marketing website and download our 50 marketing activities to create high impact marketing on a small budget. It really is quite a simple process. Simply type in howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things, the word 50, 50 things, provide your name and email address and it will be sent straight to your inbox for you to download. Now, there are things on this list that you can literally start implementing tomorrow. So while we are all about strategy and thinking things through, we know that there's always an appetite for low-cost quick wins. 
just like point number seven, to increase the number of people seeing your social media content each week, be sure to post when your community are online. We definitely notice a massive difference in reach between content that has been posted at a complete dud time of day versus the content that has been posted at peak user times. This is particularly the case with Instagram. Or take point number 21. Leverage your email database by regularly emailing previous existing and even prospective customers. Across so many industries, it's email marketing that generates sales. In fact, did you know that in some cases, email has an average return on investment of $38 for each dollar spent? So that's just two points. This list is abundant with easy to implement marketing ideas for your small business. So what are you waiting for? Head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things and hit the download button, baby. Now let's get stuck back into this episode. From a community management point of view, Luce, what do you think some of the biggest benefits? I mean, there's a lot of groups to go and join. There's a lot of networking groups. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of choice for people now to, to get involved with. What do you think personally some of the benefits are of joining a group like Mums and Co's for business owners? Well, I think there's three main things. The first two are our networking opportunities and our upskilling events. So basically providing, as you've so beautifully just said, providing a space that shows you you're not alone and, you, and you've got this instant network that you can tap into. So depending where you're at in your business, there's a place for you. There's someone probably three or four years ahead of you and there's probably someone a year or two or six months behind you. So you're in that instantly in a cohort. Second thing is the upskilling. So we're, we're giving you access to mindset, contacts, a broader set of skills, wherever you need, wherever there's a hole in your business or the business that you want to build right now, we've got a plug for it. And we've got, you know, a, a great team of four people to help you connect those plugs. But I think, I think thirdly, um, it's providing um, a feeling, and that sounds really incongruous, but that's a lot of the feedback that we get here at Mums & Co is that, it just feels different. And I think it's because we've provided that space where you're getting all those wonderful elements that other other business groups no doubt offer as well, but you're also getting that acknowledgement of the hybrid nature of your role as a woman, as your contact, as your mum, you know, people that understand you and your capacity as a mother and your capacity as a business owner and that both those things are important and that both those things require care and that both of those things can and will coexist at the same time, no matter what's going on. So I think that's a really important part of it. Gosh, that's uh, th- yeah, that's three excellent reasons as to, to join. And I think you're absolutely right. I think it does have a different feeling. You're right. You know, I think that's that's a really important important benefit as as well because yeah there's a lot of these things that can be same same so you know if 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 perhaps some of your networks or community are feeling a little bit stagnant you know this it, it i can i can actually vouch for the fact that it does feel like it's quite quite altogether different and and i love how you guys call it a movement i think it does feel like that's what it feels like to me is is this movement now carrie 
to date, Mums and Co have this thriving Instagram profile. You send regular emails to your members. You have a great website. How have you used marketing to build the Mums and Co movement to date? Uh, well, thank you for those. Uh, we always love feedback. Um, and look, I, Jane, I'm a, I'm a two-time startup founder, so I've been bootstrapped. I've been scrappy. Um, you know, every dollar has counted. Um, we now have the fortune of being, you know, actually we've always had the fortune of being backed by uh, IG, which is Australia's largest general insurer. Um, at the heart of it, I'm a, I am a communicator. I'm an, advo- I'm an advocate for business-owning mums. Um, marketing is imperative to communicate uh, and engage when you're building a community, when you're building a movement, because this is all about relationships. It's about engaging with our, our customers wherever they're at. Um, it's about building a fellowship. Uh, and it's, you know, we also consider them as friends uh, as part of that. So whether it's the, our, our community partners um, or our our friends um, in the corporate world uh, who we try to, you know, they're the co in Mums and Co. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's really important to build their trust. So as part of that, I think we, we start with our, our values um, and we've constantly referred to this in this conversation as deeply caring. And what does that mean? It's actually making, it's like respecting time. It's making evidence-based data-led decisions um, in the way that we care so marketing is a great way for us to test and to learn with our customers. We do things like A-B testing, which is the website side of things, you know, this page versus that page or a simple email header. We time test, you know, what is the best, what is, what is the best, you know, we're busy. Um, we're always getting bombarded with messages. So we know that there are times to bother me and there's times to get my full undivided attention. So marketing is this hard and soft, you know, constant, you um, uh, uh, spectrum, um, and that relationship uh, has to has to ha- have a lot of different inputs where it's both feeling and it's data led. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whilst I'm a market, I've also got the privilege to work with a team of you know you call them marketers. So we've got a digital marketing manager, Olivia. Um, Sarah's uh, our amazing chief of staff. With you know she looks after a lot of our partnerships. Uh, we've heard about what. The great work the community and um, community work that Lucy does. So throughout those years, we've you know it's not just me; it is this amazing team, and we've also engaged lots of our members in terms of content specialists, uh, chatbot creators, um, photographers, and videographers. So that's kind of a bit more spectrum. Because yeah. uh, I'm a marketer, I'm going to keep going because. <laughs> Love it. Love it. PR is another, uh, of course, you've seen and heard firsthand. And thank you for joining uh, us on our national media, uh, a current affair piece. Um, We know that PR is a powerful advocacy strategy. So when you have a unique offer, um, such as our Confident Pitching for Business Women course, um, or insights into business owning mums, we did a massive research piece, almost interviewing 850 mums, um, so we need to share that. So PR is the the, the avenue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a few more, three more awards. We've entered many, many, um, uh, you know, and had some great success there. We've, um, you know, again, congratulations to you, Jane, on your recent um, 
uh, Marketing Award win. Uh, we worked with Women's Agenda. They do an amazing job. Uh, it's been wonderful to be recognised as a top 50 leader uh, of, of Inside Small Business this year in 2021. Uh, and our chatbot actually um, won an award uh uh, for, for our COVID task force work and um, also Global Stevie. So we've actually awarded uh, one of Global Stevie for our chatbot too. Um, and then I will, I will mention content. Content, uh, you know, I'm sure we've always heard of the reference of content is king slash queen. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's been this constant input of how to actually, how do we actually cut through all the, all the, all the noise uh, and create content which is meaningful um, to our business owner, owner mums. So, yeah. Yeah, fun. awesome. Oh, no. my gosh. As a, fel- as a fellow marketer, I'm sitting here going, yes. And what I think I've, I've taken from that, regardless of the tactics, which are all amazing tactics, particularly from the branding point of view, I love how that you've mentioned awards and congratulations on all of those wins and mentions and accolades there. That's amazing. Um, but awards, um, things like your digital technology, that sounds amazing, um, and also your content because I agree you can have all the channels in the world, but if your content doesn't resonate, um, you know, there's there's it's just a very expensive marketing plan. So thanks for running through all of those. And it's so good to see that you do prioritise that. And I also think it's really, really good for small businesses to hear that, you know, you're talking about how much you do prioritise that and, and how much that actually adds um, to, to your business and to the success of your business. So thank you for that. Now, which is exciting, you guys have just entered the world of podcasting, like literally just entered the world of podcasting. Congratulations. Your podcast launched on November 30. Um, Lucy, please tell me why you chose to add podcasting to the communications. Absolutely. And thank you. We are really excited to be in this space. Um, so our podcast, which we've called Mumbition, um, is basically, first and foremost, it was created as acknowledgement of the power of audio to our community because we know that 56% of Australians listen to a podcast every week. So that's nine out of 10. Australian adults listening to a podcast each week. But we also know, which is perhaps more important, that as busy business-owning mums, a podcast is one of the best ways to basically upskill and connect with our community while they while we can't be with them. Um, and we know that, you know, as a mum, you you're spending a lot of time in the car. You mentioned before driving, driving your kids um, to sport, after, you know, long distances. You might be... Um, doing the housework, you might be actually looking after the children and still wanting to connect and grow your business. So the podcast basically was another immersion for us into our values of of harmonising our ambition and our livelihood and our well-being. But we've also tried to wrap in our values of respecting a woman's time as well. So they're all really short episodes. They're 30 minutes each and they come every Tuesday morning at 5am because who's not up at 5am on a Tuesday morning? Most of us probably are. That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an opportunity for us to share the stories of our members, obviously, and to inspire because we know that women share stories really well and that's how we connect with each other. And certainly when you're in that space, perhaps sitting on your 
sitting on your business idea or, as we know, 30% of mothers come into the business world as a result of being on maternity leave. Um, So we know that, you know, being being in that space where we can inspire you with a story about a woman that's done what you want to do, sometimes there's nothing better in terms of marketing than that. And also to prevent that feeling or to to help combat that feeling of isolation. We know that 30% of business-owning mums live in regional areas like like you, Jane, and that, you know, we're feeling further isolated basically because being a mum sometimes can be isolating. Yeah. So the podcast is our way to connect with you at any time, at any stage, in any location, um, and to help you sort of feel part of our community in in that way as well. So lots yeah. of lots of reasons. I love it. And I love it how it's so member-centric. The intention for that has been completely about serving your members and giving them that other, you know, point of convenience to be able to upskill and connect. I love it. Yeah. Carrie, how do you measure the impact of the Mums & Co movement? So you've been going for five years now. What are the key things that you look out for to know if what you're doing is creating impact with the community that you serve? Uh, this is a great question and one that I encourage everyone to, you know, spend some really time interrogating. And we have, like, it's, it's met, your key metrics are not easy to, um, to whittle down to that three because there are a lot of metrics that affect other met- the overall metric. Uh, and at different stages, you have to be realistic. So we talk about um, reach, membership and engagement. So we talk about reach in terms of overall, the very top of the funnel, how many are we, uh, how many, you know, how many minds are we actually engaging with or, or just, you know, starting a relationship? So it could be things like the uh, overall size of our community, which is now 25,000 strong across all our different channels that we have. Um, that's that's really one that we keep an eye on because ultimately it will get less and less as we take them down the funnel. Um, we look about membership. So uh, we, you know, supporting all business women, one of the key things that you can do to support her is to buy from her. <laughs> um, so this is when we invite women to join our Mums & Co movement uh, and we ask them to top up on their tokens, which is essentially your currency to, to buy um, access to events or to uh, tap into digital resources or to book an expert session or to enrol in our Confident p- p- um, Business Women pitch course. And then lastly, we look at engagement. So, again, how we sort of support another business-owning mum, it's to engage with her and tell someone else about her or tell her um, some feedback, give her some feedback on her products and services. Yeah. Uh, and this is also then bridging out to things like word of mouth Um, testimonials um, which ultimately help other women understand uh, how they've taken the next step into business and motherhood so they're the three sort of key metrics that we look at to to make that impact Um, there are there are lots of others but I think they're probably the three key yeah, I love those. I love those metrics and they're very similar if you boil a lot of the metrics that we um, look at as well, both for our clients and ourselves, very, very, very similar, very aligned to, to ours as as well. So, yeah, thank you for sharing those. Um, okay, Carrie, your three biggest tips to mum in business 
who are looking to harmonise their life and their career ambitions? What would they be? It, it actually is exactly to approach it that way. And harmonise is a really, um, it's a powerful word. <laughs> it's, it's to be aware of um, that, you know, we, a lot of people might call it the juggle, um, the balancing act, etc. We use the word harmonise because if you think of an orchestra, an orchestra's job is to not overpower each other. We've got lots of different instruments that all have a role. And these instruments are the parts of our life that are important to us. So we say ambition is important to us. That's your career and your business goals. Uh, it's your livelihood. So these might be your family obligations and what you do to make a living. And then well-being. So this is your personal health, your safety. Um, and that could cover off, you know, your spiritual, your mental and your physical. Yeah. So... It's, it is to actually know that these are all very important parts and you need to make them um, sing together. You yeah. need to make them harmonise together. Yeah. And be comfortable that this triangle um, may not always be, be balanced. Yeah. So, uh, for example, right here in our own team, we knew that we were launching a podcast right before the summer school holidays. We've got eight children between um, our four core sort of team members uh, and we you know we've had homeschooling through this through this time so I think uh, you know we, we did have to sort of reprioritize a few things in that process I'm pretty long on ambition right now um, but you know in the summer break I'm going to be really really focused on the well-being side uh, and and then you know coming coming into the next year then we'll reset our goals and have a planning discussion and you know ensure that my family and my uh, business family is also on track so I, I think it is exactly to look at it from a from that point of view we need to make all these parts work um, remove the guilt because they're going to chop and change uh, and and you know look at it from a from, from that sort of aspect of when we need to scale back, we need to scale back and we need to, you know, really heads down and spend time on, on the business, yeah. that's okay too. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And give ourselves permission that that's okay, exactly as you said, and certainly wrapping up 2021. I think there's many people whose goal over the Christmas period is to focus on well-being. I don't think a lot of us have much choice. I think we're crawling to the finish line and we'll be focusing on that. I love it. It's been so good to chat with you and um, hear all about Mums & Co., um, and the way that you um, really show up for your members. And, and as I said before, it really is in quite a different and considered and intentional way. So I'm sure that there's a lot of mums in business or mums in marketing that are listening to this podcast and they would love to know where to find out more about you, um, where to perhaps um, find out more information about becoming a member. And of course, um, hear about your your podcast, which you've already talked about in terms of Mumbition, and I'm sure you can find that on any on any of your main podcasting platforms. But Luce, how do people find you if they want to find more about uh, find out more about the network? 
Yes, we would love to hear from anyone who would like to contact us. So you can head to our website, mumsandco.com.au and click through to register um, as an Accelerate member. Or you can reach out to us through our Mums and Co socials. We're on LinkedIn. We're also on Instagram. And however way you find us, I will be there and I am thrilled to welcome you on board. We'd love to have you part of the community. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Lucy. Thank you, Carrie. And may your holiday season be filled with lots of well-being opportunity. Thanks so much, Jane. Fantastic to, to be here and connect with your amazing audience. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. And remember, if you want a list of 50 high-impact marketing activities that you can easily implement on a small budget, head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things. And until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 